This is such a fun topic for me, so I'm literally going to jump right in. You are now tuning into a new episode of Coco Explains It All. On this episode, we are going to talk about the TV shows I believe you should be watching again. There are reasons why, and let's jump into episode nine. How is everyone doing? What has been going on? I feel like this week jumped. It it literally flew by. But not only that, I felt a little disconnected this week. And I'm not sure what that is. Is it the moon? Is what's going on with the energy? Because something fell off for me. And I'm usually really motivated to create. And this entire week, I felt a little like aloof. I don't know what it was. But I was thinking about an episode and this one kept coming back to me. This is something that I've had written on the list of topics and I'm really excited to talk to you guys about this today. And I hope that you walk into it. Of course, as always, all of my episodes, please walk into them with an open mind. I know there are things that you know, other people like that you may not, but you can't knock it until you try it. And by that, I'm talking, of course, about TV shows. Everyone has their preference, right? There are so many TV shows for all types of people, for all types of communities. But I feel that it is very important to watch these shows from that make you uncomfortable or that you may not agree with or that may not represent you just give it a shot because you could be learning a different side to something. And I'm really big on that. I don't only want to learn about the things that will benefit me. I want to know why people think the way that they do. So if I can see that in an art form, which acting is one of the biggest forms of art where you will see, um, different types of culture you will understand different types of things that people go through that you may not go through and yes I know it's going to seem a little bit more dramatic because it is Hollywood and drama sells but we've been stuck in 2020 for (laughs) quite some time now and I personally I don't think that it's possible for any of these writers to literally just come out of the woodwork thinking these things. I genuinely believe that a lot of the things that we watch, they have happened at some point. It's just it just makes sense because we don't we only know the life that we have lived. And I like to think very open because I have not explored every single part of this world none of us have so we don't even know who and what we are walking amongst I say this all the time so I just feel that it's important to kind of open up your mind and watch things that you normally wouldn't so I want to talk about a couple of shows that I feel that you should binge again I might touch on your nostalgia and for sure it literally took me back to the point where I definitely will be watching certain shows again I found some shows that I hadn't thought of since I was a child um but Let's jump into what TV means to me personally. And I want to know if anyone relates to me and if there's anyone else like this, because I've 
only thought this was me. And it's only when I hear certain celebrities talking about their childhood and how they became who they were, where I noticed that that is who I relate to the most. And a lot of people don't understand that. And hmm, it's really interesting because TV for me was an outlet, is an outlet. It's a way for me to see that I'm totally not on my own. And I, I kind of study the choices that actors make from a young age. And I used to mimic them um, just to see if I can get into that mindset. So I feel that I watch TV in such a different way. And I think that's probably the performer in me, the actor in me. And I think anyone that is also an actor or has an interest in acting, they're going to feel the same way and they'll know exactly what I'm talking about. But we have such another layer to television. It's not just TV. It's not just people reading lines for us. For us, it's literally how are they tapping into that emotion? What is it that they connected um, their feelings to that scene? How did they do that? How do they feel comfortable doing this in front of so many people? And I'll definitely do a podcast on how I dissect TV shows. That actually sounds like a really good idea. And I want to construct it in a really great way so that those who are not actors can kind of pick up on what I'm saying and maybe test it out for themselves with a TV show that they love. Um, because you, you you tend to watch it in such a different way. And um, television for me I have been heavily influenced with it. And I think everyone is at some point because, yes, we're learning in school as a, at a young age. Yes, we have a bunch of friends and we, we are learning from our parents. But a lot of what we watch influences the choices that we make. And down to love, down to how we look how we want to look, the type of money we hope to have. It's its all from what we are seeing. And we are seeing these celebrities have a certain stature and we all look up to it in a certain way. But when I look at it in a TV show, it's stories that we can all relate to. And with the characters, you're able to break them down. And I love when a TV show has more than three leads because there's more room to relate. And there's always going to be a moment of understanding where you'll find yourself maybe siding with the villain of the show. And I always find that to be so interesting because whenever you think of a villain in a TV show, they also were a normal human being who had a past and it got screwed up. And now they are either seeking revenge or they don't know how to handle it. And it's nice to see so many different sides to a story and how someone could break it down and put it into one hour and, and have you wanting more. So re-watching shows for me, I recently started doing it. I have done it over and over of course, with Grey's Anatomy, that's one of my top shows. I've seen that series, hmm, if I'm being honest, a total of six or seven times in the entirety. We're talking 22 to 24 episodes per season. We're talking 16 seasons. Season 17 begins next month. 
Speaking of Grey's Anatomy, I'm going to throw something in there. On Thursdays, I will 100% be starting um, two podcasts per week. And that is going to be for Grey's Anatomy. So Thursdays, I'm going to do a Grey's Anatomy after show. And I cannot wait to start that. Anyone who hears this, you already know that I'm obsessed with Grey's Anatomy. You know, I will be on that show at some point before it ends. I must. Shonda Rhimes, please listen to this. Ellen Pompeo, please hear me. And um, I'm really excited to do that. So look forward to that. It's going to begin November 12th. So that's when I will start doing the second podcast. Um, Let's jump into a commercial, an ad right now, and then we will jump into the rest of the podcast. We'll be right back. All right, so let's jump in. I have a list of shows here, and what I'm going to do is I'm not going to give any spoilers away. I'm not going to really go in-depth about the TV show themselves. I'm just going to tell you why I decided to re-watch them and what I noticed, and also why I think you should check it out. So I'm going to start. This is in no order of best to least. I literally just jotted it down as I was looking through my recent watch on Netflix and Hulu and all of the streaming services that I have, which is the majority. I'm, I am I want to start with the TV show Girlfriends because it's fresh in my mind and they recently added it on Netflix. Um, I watched Girlfriends when it came out with my mother. It was more her show. We watched it together at that age. I want to say I was in my early 20s had to be in my early 20s yeah I felt that I understood the show and that I knew what it stood for and the importance of it and I honestly didn't I don't know what hole I was in um but re-watching it today I have such a different outlook on it and it's really touching on a lot of the things that black women go through and it's an all-black lead all women black leads and I love that and I want there to be more of that I know we have a couple of tv shows here and there with uh our black talented talented men and women but I also feel like we need to normalize it just a bit more and it has to be the norm as of now, 2020 is here. Like, let's get over this already. I'm I'm done with the shenanigans in Hollywood. It is disgusting the way that black people are treated. And I also want to say that it is disgusting the way that Latino Hispanic people are treated. Because as I have this list in front of me, there is not one person that is Latino in my list as a lead it's not their show and I'm looking at that right now and it's not okay and I'm going to change that I'm going to change that I'm gonna write something so amazing you guys I'm an Afro Latina like this is this is not okay and it's continued in Hollywood and I don't see anything changing I do know there are some shows here and there but some shows here and there are not all right, are not okay. And 
10 versus hundreds, not okay. We need a lot more. Sorry for my rant, but it was 100% necessary. I definitely suggest you check out Girlfriends because I also understand the puns now. I, I didn't really understand a lot of the jokes as I thought I did because I thought I knew it all. I thought I was above the world, what, 2021 when this came out. And I definitely was not. So this show is a must watch and it is hysterical. Uh, the next show I'm going to talk about is Gossip Girl. And I'm not going to ruin anything for anyone. I'm not going to say who Gossip Girl was. I don't recommend you Googling it to find out. I do recommend watching this show. And uh, here's what I noticed. When I watched this show, when it aired the very first time, this is actually my first time re-watching any of the episodes. I watched Gossip Girl when it came out, when it first aired. And it was on the CW. It is now streaming on Netflix. So definitely check it out. I had the biggest crush on Chuck Bass. And as I rewatch this show, I don't know if it's maybe the character development that happens, but I just started rewatching the show again. So I'm on season two now. And the first two episodes, Chuck Bass tries to force himself on three different women. He's basically a, a premature rapist. And what did I find appealing about that? I, I, I'm trying to understand. Not only that, but the fact that there was absolutely zero diversity. They are on the Upper East Side. And while I do understand that it's one of those private elitist schools, I'm sorry, but there are more than a handful of black Americans that are wealthy enough to put their children in there that have their children there. I've seen it. I lived on the Upper West Side, so I was not far from that. There is no reason that there was only one black girl in the show and she had zero lines. She basically was just there as a fluffer, as one of Blair Waldorf's minions, but I do recommend you watch this show. And here's why. It's very funny to me how, and I I, I want to be very careful when I say this, but time and time again, in all of these shows about money and greed and status with, you know, the white community, why is it that they're always so fucking disgusting as human beings literally like money they are showing us in every film in every tv show they are showing us that they are conniving manipulative crybabies that get their way with using money by blackmailing people by hurting people by planting different types of evidence it literally shows in every tv show and i'm noticing it so much more and it's so <laughs> it's actually really funny uh but i definitely recommend watching gossip girl because not only do you get to see the sights of New York City, they actually filmed in many, many different locations. It wasn't just like a green screen. The fashion is outstanding. The storyline is actually very, very good. The talent is amazing and they are now really big actors. Uh, they were already big then, but they're even bigger now. Uh, just It's a show that's slept on by a lot of people and I, I wish it could reach a lot more communities because this is something to talk about. Uh, it's definitely something to talk about. The messy rich world. 
the next TV show I want to talk about is ER. And I want to be 1000% honest about ER because I've been watching it lately on Hulu. I never saw it previously, but it's been it's been so difficult to get through the first season. I am bored. I'm bored beyond my mind and it's really slow for me. The only thing that's keeping me is that there were so many seasons and so many people Anytime I bring up Grey's Anatomy or whenever you go to Twitter and you're talking about Grey's Anatomy, there's always one person or like a group of people that say Grey's Anatomy is a shit show and that ER is the best and that they copied them. So far, let me guys, let me tell you guys, I don't see that. <laughs> I don't see that. I feel that Grey's Anatomy, yes, ER may have set the tone for medical shows, but that's not even true because there was a show before ER with Denzel Washington as the lead. I forgot what it's called, but it's like St. Char- Charlie or something. That show is the one that set the tone for medical dramas. Um, but it's very slow. The only thing that I'm going to hold out on is that it's only the first season. And when there are so many seasons of a TV show, there has to be a reason why it lasted so long. And I know that a lot of the talent is extraordinary today so it's really interesting to see how they've grown as actors but also to see how medical devices have changed and how filming house has changed and the music and you start to kind of be more appreciative of the current position you are in 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 this world and we've gotten so lucky with the technology that we've grown into and just the convenience of of what we have and where film has gone. So I definitely suggest watching ER and I will let you know how it gets because I'm sure maybe it should be picking up a little bit more. I'm only about 21 episodes in. That is a lot in my opinion. Today, if a TV show came out, I would not give it the time of day past the second episode if the first two episodes were shitty. But since this is ER, it has won over like 300 different types of awards. It would be foolish of me to give up on season one when they have like a million seasons. Moving right along. Sister, sister. Sister, sister, which is now on Netflix. I highly (laughs) recommend you watch this show. The other night, probably about a week or two ago when it aired on Netflix finally I decided you know what I feel a little nostalgic let me watch a little late night sister sister it was about one in the morning when I tell you that I went to sleep at 4 30 in the morning that day because I continuously watched a million episodes back to back it's really funny now. Not that it wasn't funny then but I feel like I relate more to the parents now and I look at Tia and Tamara's life and I can't even believe that we had to live those times in high school. And it's a really good show. And it's it's heartfelt. You learn a lot of lessons and a lot of the jokes went over right went right over my head. So if you're ever bored, trust me, rewatch the show. It's very funny and it's really good. Next show. Hmm. I'm going to jump off track a little. I'm going to skip my line, my own 
list. Let's go to curb your enthusiasm because with curb your enthusiasm, I remember when my mother used to watch this show and then I remember trying to watch it myself when I was around 24, 25 and that was the second time and then I watched it again recently with my husband. I like it a lot more now because I feel like I've been able to understand certain things about the world and I'm a little bit older now so my wit level is like kind of top-notch I gotta say. It's a really witty, honest, raw, annoying show. Larry David is the creator and he is the lead and he is one of the most brutally honest, inconvenient assholes you can think of. But he says all the things you wish you could say to someone. Like, you know, when you say that you're the type of person that you like, you tell it like it is. No, you don't. Larry David tells it like it is. You think you tell it like it is. And that is I, because I always say I tell it like it is, but I'm not as brutal as Larry David. So I definitely recommend any of my friends that are watching this and have always skipped on Curb Your Enthusiasm, tread right back and try it again. It's hysterical and you'll really see how how he really makes a lot of sense, let me tell you. Um, next show. Grey's Anatomy. I'm obviously going to say it, so I might as well just like rip the bandaid off and get through with it. Grey's Anatomy has changed my world in a million different ways. I feel as though I learn something new within each episode. I have been a little bit more patient. I've learned to have more compassion because of this show. Um, I resonate I resonate. I relate a lot to many of the characters, but the one I relate to the very most is Meredith Grey herself. Um, I have a little bit of Christina Yang in me, but not as harsh. Uh, I definitely recommend you watch this show because when I watched it the first time, which was probably hmm, 2004, I believe, 2003 maybe when I had first seen it 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 hit me and I loved it and I thought I knew what I was watching but watching it again and again as I as maybe two years was passed by I think I saw it at 25 then I saw it at 29 and now recently I'm still watching it as it airs live but I still go back and watch previous seasons because I love to study the acting, as I told you guys, but mostly because I want to see how my opinion of things change. You know, when you, you're so for a couple and you stand for them and you may have sided with the opposite sex years ago, but now you're seeing it so differently because maybe your own experiences have changed your frame of thought. And that is so interesting that the way you feel about art that you've loved for years can change based on the way you've grown as an individual. It's so much more when it comes to television for me. Oh guys, I can sit here for hours with you and talk about this. Um, 
definitely watch Grey's Anatomy. Even if you've been hesitant for years, even if you say it's, oh, the episodes are too long, it's too far back. Like, I'm sorry, are you passing away tomorrow? Or when is the world ending for you? Because I could have sworn we're only in our 30s and we have about 60 to 70 to maybe 80 more years to go. So you got time, honey. Watch the show. It's phenomenal. Um, In the House. Who remembers In the House with LL Cool J? And he was like this NFL star who was like having money issues. So he like invites a family to live in his house. That show is beautiful and it was funny and it, it felt relatable and it was honest. And I think it's just a show that made you feel good. And it's going to make you remember a lot of like the nostalgic times where you were maybe in life at that time I don't even remember how old I was for in the house I just remember watching it with my mother all the time it was such a good show um next we have the iconic living single which is now streaming I believe on Hulu don't quote me but I feel as though I saw it on Hulu uh, Living Single set the tone for the way that comedy shows were sort of filmed from there on out. And I do know that Friends kind of got the, the Friends writer, creator, got the idea of Friends because of Living Single, um, which is interesting because Friends has always been one of my favorite TV shows. But when I look at it now, I still love it. I still think it's as funny. I laugh at the same jokes. I know the words. I live and breathe the characters. I have an issue. There is no diversity. There's absolutely no diversity. There was probably one black woman. And from what I remember, that was Ross's girlfriend who Joey ended up with for a little bit. Hmm. I don't like that. But Living Single, super iconic. Definitely watch that show. Watch Friends as well. We can throw Friends into the list also. Um, next, I want to talk about, oh man, oh man. This show actually is really freaking great. Columbo. Who knows about Columbo? Our parents watched Columbo. Yeah, many of us have watched it as well because we were just sitting there. I used to love this show, and I think this is the reason why I'm such a little FBI agent today. It's like Columbo taught you how to be observant. And I feel like if you watch this now, you're kind of going to see like some good quality TV. It, it was such a good show. It was filmed beautifully. The acting was really there. The storylines were phenomenal. Like, give this show another shot in your 30s, in your late 20s, so you can see what I'm talking about. And then just a couple of shows that I wanted to throw in there for nostalgic purposes that I also feel you should rewatch are The Game, which is now streaming on Netflix. That is with Tia Maui. That show is such a great show. Sex in the City, because come on, Sex in the City. The only thing I want to say about Sex in the City is that hmm, I wish as well they were more diverse. I know that in that time, it wasn't where it is today and that times will change again in a couple of more years. But 
I still wish that one of the most iconic shows still had a black woman as lead. Like Sex and the City should have had a black woman. Um, great show though. Another show I want to mention is Felicity. Clarissa explains it all. Tales from the Crypt, the famous Jet Jackson, and Degrassi. All of these shows were really iconic and they cut barriers that were different. So I feel like Clarissa Explains It All was this girl that was just like a complete know-it-all, but she would always kind of face the camera and explain a situation. And I remember relating so much to Clarissa Explains It All because I was like a know-it-all, talk about it all when I was younger and sometimes still today. Whoops. Um, But fun fact, you guys, my podcast name is actually inspired by Clarissa Explains It All, except it's Coco Explains It All. So that's a little cool thing to throw in there. I didn't even think about that until right now. Um, But that is the first thing I thought of when I was making my podcast. I was like, I talk so much and I have so many things to say. How can I create a name without it being for a specific niche? And boom, Clarissa Explains It All. (laughs) So I want to thank you guys for sticking into this episode and I really recommend that you watch some of these shows that I mentioned. If you do, please DM me and let me know what you watched and how you think it is and how it may have changed for you if you've already seen it before. Um, Also remember that I will be doing the Grey's Anatomy after show. It's going to be Thursdays, of course, at probably, I'll probably put it up two hours after maybe even three because I want to watch everything that's on Thursdays Uh, so you'll definitely see that coming soon November 12th I believe and thank you guys for sticking by and we'll see you next week